This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Bon Jovi on Rock 102. Flash flood, uh, flash flood watch in effect until noon today. Going to be uh, a lot more rain and then just a little bit of rain. But it's going to rain all day. With a high uh, in the 70s, it is uh, a muggy 72 in downtown Springfield. Yeah, but you know, we really could use the flooding. Uh-huh. Well, we could. It's, uh, I'm worried about the, uh, the, the red flag warnings. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good with the rain. Uh, today is Friday, so I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm pretty sure it's the last day of the week, plus it's a payday. So if you get anything out of us, you're lucky. That's the truth, because I'm done. We barely started. It's 536 on Rock 102. The Baxton O'Brien Podcast. Is- rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552. And Van Halen on Rock 102. There's a uh, flash flood warning still in effect until noon. And uh, again, I'm in a room with no windows. I have no idea what's happening out there. But looking at the radar, it's happening big in uh, Agawam and to the west of that. And it's on its way here. And it's going to go on most of the day uh, with a high of about 70. It is uh, already 72 in downtown Springfield. Wasn't that Irene Cara who did flash flood? Uh, no, that was Flash Dance, Steve. You're uh, thinking of uh, uh, the Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan song. Um, Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan song? Uh, yeah. About a flood. Texas flood? Maybe, maybe it was a, a lyric and not a, uh, yeah, maybe. I, not a title. You got me on that one. Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash? Yeah, yeah, Steve and Nagel, the Rock 102. Director Carrie... Irene Cara. No, Carrie... Fukunaga. I got to be very careful how I say that. Naga? Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, he, I'm having problems with the carry part. Knew he had to update the James Bond uh, movies for the hashtag Me Too era in the new flick, No Time to Die, especially given some of Bond's past interactions with the ladies. In a recent interview, he said, quote, Is it Thunderball or Goldfinger where, like, basically Sean Connery character rapes a woman? She's like, no, no, no. And he's like, yes, yes, yes. And he goes, that wouldn't fly today. And then she again was like, no, no, no. And he was like, okay, and stopped. He, yeah, no, he didn't stop. He didn't it stop. sounds like Carrie's <laughs> referring to the scene in Thunderball where... Yeah. Uh, well, he advanced and, and she withdrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Bond forces a kiss on a nurse, then tells her he'll stay quiet about something that could cause her to get fired only if she sleeps with him. Yeah, you might want to change that these days. And yeah. then, but uh, I believe all these films uh, pass the statute of limitations, so I don't believe Sean Connery can be sued. So uh, so I watched the scene, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know who the lovely young blonde lady is in the movie, but she's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then, all, he, then he pushes her into the steam room, mm. and that's the last thing you see with her. You can see her bare back. No, actually, the there, was a, there was a director's cut I saw one time where... Uh, he pushes her into that steam room, and Bill Cosby's in there uh, making drinks. Who wants and then, somebody's uh, yeah, jello yeah. pudding martinis, <laughs> young guy? Yeah. See, the ironic part about it is Cosby would have been old enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was right in his prime. That was yeah, right in the thick of it. Elvira, mistress of the dark, might be in a 19-year relationship with a woman, but make no mistake, she's still very much into men. Quote, I'm still mainly attracted to men. I don't think I'm gay. I don't know what the hell I am. 
Well, actually, it's it's called bisexual. I was going to say, there's yeah. a word for that. I don't know and, why uh, she doesn't know. No, well, but maybe she lacks the commitment to give herself a label. Well, she apparently does not lack the commitment to get herself a labia. So I All guess right, I there's that. really looking to go down that road, well, but uh, since you already saying. stepped in it, I guess you, what are you going to do? Well, the last time we mentioned labia. Not enough. Not I think enough. it was around the uh, first weekend in September. We uh, celebrate that every year. Labia oh. Day. Labia Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. It used to be a telethon on television. Is that where we have roast beef sandwiches every day, right? <laughs> right, yeah, for a week. It's an Arby's party. Uh, Tom Felton, a.k.a. Draco Malfoy from uh, Harry, Harry Potter, collapsed yesterday while golfing in the Ryder Cup celebrity match in Wisconsin. He had to be taken away in a cart for further evaluation, but no word on what the cause was yet. Uh, I'm guessing if it's a celebrity golf tournament, there was probably a lot of heavy drinking there. It could have been some. Possibly. I don't remember that character. Who was that? That would be a, the Draco Malfoy character. Yeah, no, I heard the name. You Well, he was a pretty big character. He was like a Harry Potter's nemesis. Around Harry Potter's age, or was he an adult? He was around Harry Potter's age. Okay. Uh, Chris- it was the bl- Did you see any of the movies? <laughs> I saw the first one. All right, was- then you would. Know- this was like the little blonde-headed kid who was a real rat bastard during all eight movies. At the same age. They were like classmates. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But d- in all different right. houses. I believe he was in Slytherin, whereas Harry was in another one. Hufflepuff. Something like that. Puffin stuff. Could yeah. be. Chris Pratt will play Mario in an animated Super Mario Brothers movie. The uh, cast also includes Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, and Jack Black as Bowser, and Bowser and uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Do any of these people ever ask themselves, <coughs> what has become of my career? Well, certainly not Seth Rogen, but... Um... No, he's living up to expectations, but everybody else on that list seemed to have so much trajectory. Bowser? What, what you mean like the Bowser from Shaun on No, 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 that no. Guy. Oh. Bowser the dragon from the Mario Brothers. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, their dragon has been killed time and time and time again, yet he still keeps coming back. Well, maybe that's what will happen in the movie. I want to know where uh, you know, Donkey Kong kept getting all them barrels. There's like a never-ending supply of barrels. Is there like a, like a barrel supply store that he goes to? Maybe he makes them on his own. Well, Got there's... A, like a... Like one of them uh, things that you make pottery with. Really? A spinning a, uh, thing. A giant animated ape yeah. making yeah. barrels. Exactly. Now you're just talking uh, nonsense. Mm-hmm. The uh, haunted house that inspired The Conjuring just went up for sale. It's uh, an asking price of $1.2 million and is located in Rhode Island. It's currently being used as an overnight rental rental for paranormal aficionados. You want to go spend a night in a no. haunted house? No, no, not wanna, and nor do I want to spend that kind of money in a haunted yeah, house. You want to you want to buy one for one point two million no. dollars? I'm pretty sure I already live in a haunted house. Is there a rumpus room? Uh, extra bathrooms? Well, it's room for activities. I mean, the house in the Conjuring was just like a cabin. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing; it's a cabin for one point two million. Yeah, but look what people are getting for houses. Yeah, that's true. And also the money you could make from renting it out from a par what did he say? Paranormal uh aficionado. Aficionado. Yeah. I think it's aficionado. I, I I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yes, but I you, heard it the other way you once. Heard, but you heard that from an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix announced that Tiger King two is coming before the end of the year. Yay. Carol Baskin refused to participate and she's not happy about it. She's still sore about how they portrayed her in the original Tiger King. 
Oh, you like mean that. as a bloodthirsty murderer? Yeah, the one that fed her husband to a tiger. It was a documentary. <laughs> they don't portray anybody as anything. Well, I mean, I suppose they could doctor things around a little bit, but that was her. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres says that from day one, she wanted her show to be, quote, really fun for everybody. Oh, yeah? Then what happened to that last you time? Mean, like you mean like staff members? Yeah. <laughs> she also uh, never thought she'd last 19 seasons. Quote, uh, talk shows uh, don't last that long usually, so I'm, you know, beyond blessed and grateful for, for it going this long. Um. Yeah, but it probably won't go much longer with yeah. the people keep telling you that you're a jerk even after you apologized and tried to not be a jerk. Well, she already announced she's done next year. Right, but is it because of the fact that people think she's a jerk? Of course. Yeah. She'll never admit it. It didn't help. Uh, a new book claims B.B. King's 15 kids were not his biological children because he was sterile after a ram smashed his testicles when he mm. was 12. Oh, oh man. man. His family disputes all of this. Is this back when they were still playing in L.A. or when they moved to St. Louis? Oh, they were playing in downtown Springfield on, uh, on Worthington Street. No, we never had the rams here. But, uh, we had BB King. Yeah, but but I'm talking. If he got slammed by a ram, it was it the L.A. Rams or the St. Louis Rams? I, I believe it was the animal yeah. ram. It uh, wasn't even a Dodge Ram, uh, right? Although that would have left quite a mark too. Yeah, and if you were to get hurt by a Chrysler product, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, you'll never collect on that. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Thirty. Max's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint. Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but as a child, I was always told that if you have nothing nice to say, then don't say it. Sadly, not everybody has the ability to do this. Some people instead run their mouths. Other people will run their mouths to reporters on the Boston Herald, as if their perspective has some sort of relevance, but I can tell you for certain that it does not. I'm sure some of you have already seen the story of Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero, speaking to the Herald this week. And while Guerrero certainly has a lot to say about Bill Belichick and his treatment of Tom Brady, I would like to remind everybody that Bill Belichick never liked Alex Guerrero. Hence, I have decided to take his statements with an enormous load of skepticism. According to Guerrero, Bill Belichick's feelings and emotions never evolved with age. Specifically, they never evolved as it related to Tom Brady, especially towards the latter part of his career. According to Guerrero, quote, I think that was such a Bill thing. He never evolved. You can't treat someone who's in their 40s like their 20s. That doesn't work. Meanwhile, Tom Brady spoke about Guerrero's statements to the Herald, saying that he has a great respect and admiration for the Patriots, but he's still glad that he made the move to Tampa. Of course, these statements from Guerrero are only being amplified because we're just a little bit more than a week out from having Tom Brady back in Foxborough to play the Patriots on October 3rd. So let's take a look at what Alex Guerrero wants you to believe. During the last 21 seasons, he believes that Bill Belichick has failed to evolve. I guess that would explain why he's only been able to manage 10 conference championships. Perhaps that lack of growth would explain the six Super Bowl championships or the 11 straight divisional titles. Because, you know, that sort of emotional rut can really hinder your career. Listen, dude, you almost have as much credibility being critical of Bill Belichick as the guy selling illegal T-shirts in the parking lot. Your job is to work on Tom Brady's pliability. It is not to draft a psychological profile of the most successful head coach in the NFL since Vince Lombardi. In other words, please shut up. 
But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Take care of your tools. Get a Craftsman five drawer rolling toolbox on sale at Rocky's for one hundred and sixty bucks, and get a sixty three piece Craftsman mechanics tool set free. Step up your tool game right now with your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. To Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. The flood warning is still in effect uh, until about noon today. It's going to rain heavy at times, uh, heavy enough that there may actually be flooding, which could really be a mess on the morning commute. So uh, if you're heading out to work this morning, as usual, don't drive through puddles that you're not familiar with and uh, be careful. Uh, it's 72 right now in downtown Springfield. And don't let a little flooding uh, prevent you from going to the Big E. I'm sure by after work tonight, it'll be all be dried and drained. Well, uh, that is assuming that there is no major accidents to uh, hamper you. Try to find this again in Mass Live. Saw it on the news last night. Middle of the Big E, there's a, uh, there's a car crash on Memorial Avenue that causes the road to be closed in both directions hmm. for a very long time. Now, I know uh, for a fact that usually during the Big E, cars aren't going much faster than seven miles an hour already. <coughs> so you wonder, well, what kind of damage might have been caused on Memorial at that time of day? Well, this is uh, not surprising because if you're not going seven miles an hour, even without the Big E... Um, that area right there in front of Central Chevrolet, yeah. that can be a little difficult to navigate. So uh, what happened was four people were injured. The roadway was closed in both directions, diverting traffic to the Big E. Uh, an accident reconstruction crew was on the site for hours afterwards. It was right in front of Central Chevrolet. Uh, they said that it remained closed to traffic Um well, when was this article written? Because they're saying it remain, it would remain closed to traffic until 4.15. Wow. Yesterday. Yesterday. Because the story was published at 2.37 yesterday afternoon, but it was updated at midnight, and yet it still says it will be cleared before 4.15 p.m. Um, <laughs> so, once again, kudos to Mass Live. Before uh, the crash, uh, traffic was light. For a Big E day, they say. And that's that's the only details they have on the crash. If you saw it, I saw the video on 22. Uh, there was a vehicle that was flipped over and not even in the roadway. It, it seemed to be on the other side of a guardrail hmm. uh, away from the road. But, you know, you're the you're the one. You're going to go down in history as the guy who, who delayed the Big E for half a day. I don't know if that's if anyone's uh, you know holding their hats on that historical achievement. But early reports say the two cars were both traveling eastbound, <clears throat> that would be towards Springfield, when the SUV struck another vehicle while passing it. The SUV then lost control and hit the guardrail, causing the vehicle to roll over the other side of the guardrail, uh, and the driver was injured. The three individuals removed from the SUV after the fire was put out. Uh, the driver of the other vehicle taken to the hospital without with serious or not serious injuries. Speed is considered a factor in the accident, and it was closed until 6:30 p.m. Now, that's weird because again, it's uh, you know in the middle of the afternoon, but it's like you know how many times you've been stuck in traffic going to the Big E, even like on a weekday afternoon. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, 
Yeah, it, it, was it yesterday or the day before that had like the lightest day so far? The day before, I think. The day before, right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so then maybe you can get a car going a little bit faster than seven miles an hour. But if I'm behind uh, any accident or slowdown of the Big E, there's always been a part of me that says, how can I turn around and just go home? Well, this was this was eastbound. So these were people leaving uh, the Big E. And at 1.30 in the afternoon, eastbound, probably not a lot of traffic. But uh, to close the main road wow. in both directions for five hours during the Big E, mm-hmm. Gene Cassidy must be. Those cream puffs aren't going to eat themselves. It's like, what do I got to do? For God's sake, we had no Big E last year. On the day that the governor is here, we uh, we have to close the road for five hours. That's another thing, too. I don't know what time. The, I think the governor was there earlier. I think, I think it was the, there like 1030 or yeah, so. Yeah, I think that Andy Yee uh, dedication was like around 1030, 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So, the game hey, for all we know, the governor could have been in that SUV. Uh, he always drives well, in an SUV. Well, he would have an incentive to want to get out of there as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, nice job. You know, you made the Big E stop for like five hours. Yeah. You put the I, person lying in the <laughs> hospital with his arms and legs and cast like uh, Tweety and Sylvester and the dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we don't know anything like you know, if they were coming from the Big E. Yeah, when they got into in, no, well, I mean, yeah, they, they were, were going eastbound, but it doesn't necessarily mean they were coming from the Big E. Right. They could have just been driving through town. Yeah, I don't know. But traffic in both directions. You, ma- I, I can't even imagine what Route Five or Ninety One must have looked like. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, driving anywhere near there yesterday, but uh, yeah, I, I I got a notification that something had happened. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, your first thought is, oh, my gosh, the, these are people who are not paying attention as they're driving to the Big E. Like, how many times – you remember the, uh, the the cop in the box? Sure. All right, that, that would happen every year. How many times would those things get clipped by a car? Yeah. Because people are so – you know, they're so hung up on, well, where's where's uh, where's Gate 9? Where should I park? Yeah. You know, what, whose front yard can I park for less than 20 bucks? Yeah, those are the things you're – you're looking at as opposed to the car in front of you or what's coming up behind you. Whereas these guys uh, could very well have left the Big E, and they're like, oh, man, I I paid all that money for an everyday pass. You know, they bought like a 17-day pass. So I can come and go as I please. Uh, I'm going to shoot home, or, or uh, no, I'm going to go to White Hut. I'm going to go to White Hut and get some lunch. And, uh, and then they have that crash halfway between the Big E and the White Hut. And they never get back for the rest of the uh, fourteen days. You know, I never understood, uh, you know, how they built this. But I'm always, I'm always amazed by how few cars have actually clipped Central Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. How close they are to the road, yeah. and and how it wouldn't take very much for someone to accidentally hit the corner of that building. Oh no! Or, always, or drive right through it. I've always been amazed by. That. I know they don't have drive-up <laughs> service. Mm-hmm. I mean, in order to get a cert, your car service, I think you got to go around the back, but uh, but but never from the front window. Yeah, and it makes you wonder what what was here first, the building or the road? I mean, obviously it was the building, but but why the city wouldn't have either taken some of the property by eminent domain mm-hmm. 
uh, or they just said, hey, you know what? We'll simply put a curve in here. Sure, it's going to be a sharp curve, and it'll probably be, even be a, a dangerous curve. And, and, it could and, very and, well be a deadly curve. And sure, the corner of your building may be two feet away from yeah, the road. But you just got to pad it. Um, I told and we'll you, be fine. I told you when I was a kid, there was a house in Rehoboth that was like on this. It was kind of like a on, on like a. Uh, it's not really a T intersection, but there, there's an intersection between Route 118 and uh, and my street where I grew up in. And there's a house on the uh, uh, at the end of uh, of this uh, of this road, which is literally probably five feet from the street, mm-hmm. and nobody has ever driven right through this house, even though you would think, well, how has nobody ever driven through that house? So what one of the owners did many years ago is they put these gigantic boulders yeah. in front of this house. Actually, I I would have thought they'd get the town, because people have done this in Chicopee, they get the town to put a guardrail yeah. directly in front of the house. Well, the thing about the guardrail and where the street would be, if you opened up the front door... Mm, you'd hit the guardrail? you hit the yeah. guardrail with the door. It was that close. So they had like these five big giant boulders that were put right in front of the house. And within two months, somebody hits one of the boulders. Yeah, they're probably nope. looking at the boulder. They were looking at the boulders and say, that's a very nice boulder. You know, but they, I can remember last month, those boulders weren't here. Yeah. And then, boom, you hit one. Just like, you know, you're trying to avoid a, a roadside accident and then you you know, wind up hitting it because, you know, you're like, you're drawn to like a, a, a moth to a light. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously the police do whatever is necessary for uh, either safety or investigative purposes. So... You know, the cops are not saying, hey, uh, we're in the middle of the Big E. We better hurry up and open up this road. Plus, we're paying six cops between here and Agawam <laughs> detail rates to do traffic. And now we're going to close the road for five hours. Um, you know, and they do that. They, they, don't, uh, they don't take into consideration the inconvenience of uh, of what's happening because they're more worried about safety and investigation. I mean, if the accident reconstruction team was on the scene yesterday, it's a very serious accident. Someone may possibly have life-threatening injuries. It's 623 with Bax and O'Brien of Rock 102. It's 627 with Bax and O'Brien of Rock 102. Once again, kudos to uh, Mass Live for being right on the ball. Um, yesterday afternoon, I, uh, I, I look at the uh, Weather Channel website and i see a flash flood warning across the top of it and i'm like what the hell are they talking about i know we're supposed to get showers this afternoon but a flash flood warning so i click on it and it says flash flood warning in effect from midnight friday till noon and that was like sometime yesterday afternoon um mass live just sent out a notification at 6 23 this morning right flash flood watch issued for western massachusetts friday First of all, it is Friday. Today's Friday, and the warning was issued yesterday. You're making it sound like it's a new warning. National Weather Service issued a flash flood watch for multiple counties in Massachusetts Friday. In effect, through the Berkshires, Franklin, Hamden, Hampshire counties, a slow-moving front. It's sl- it's so slow-moving, it's been moving faster than the notifications of it. <laughs> well, it does say in the notification that the story was updated at 6.23 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know what new information there was from uh, from yesterday. I don't either. I but don't either. Uh, at least you're finally getting your notifications. 
Yeah, well, now I want to turn it off because they're either badly timed or there's too many of them. It's like I told you how NBC News now at 6.30 at night, the whole first section of the news, everything says breaking news. Every single story has right. a breaking news banner on it. That's to give you a sense of uh, importance. But in fact, it's not breaking. It's already broke. It's Yeah, it's, br- it's broken, probably been fixed already in some cases. Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. There's uh, two storks sitting in a nest, right? Stork joke. Yeah, it's a father and a son. A father and a baby stork. And the uh, the baby is crying. So the father is trying to calm him, uh, calm him down. And, of course, they're talking storks so the uh, the father says don't worry son your mother will come back she's only out there now uh, bringing people babies and making them happy well the next night it's the father's turn to do the job and the mother and the son are sitting in the nest and again the baby stork is crying and the mother says son your father will be back as soon as possible he's he's bringing joy right now to new mommies and daddies well a few days later the stork parents are desperate because the son has been out of the nest all day and then shortly before dawn, he returns, and uh, the parents ask him where he's been all night, and he goes, ah, I was just out scaring the crap out of college students. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was making them think that they were pregnant, which they obviously didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! Bax- 634 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. A serious two-car via two-car two-car crash. No, two-car vehicle. It says. Uh, well, uh, crash on Memorial Avenue in West Springfield sent four people to an area hospital, one with life-threatening injuries, according to police. The West Springfield police responded to the area of 675 Memorial Avenue before 1:30 p.m. yesterday after reports of a rollover crash involving an SUV that caught fire. Early reports indicate the two cars were both traveling eastbound when the SUV struck the other vehicle while passing it. The SUV then lost control and struck the guardrail, causing the vehicle to roll over before catching fire. And then mustering up a... No, I don't think yeah, I don't think that. so. Not in that case. The uh, crash uh, occurred in front of the Central Chevrolet car dealership. Uh, three individuals were removed from the SUV and the fire ex- was extinguished and sent to Bay State Medical Center by ambulance for treatment. Two are expected to survive their injuries, and one is in critical condition. The driver of the other vehicle was also taken to an area hospital for observation. Speeding is being considered a factor uh, as a factor in the accident. A portion of Memorial Avenue that leads to the Big E was closed until 6.30 p.m. Yeah, the whole road in both directions. Yeah. A portion of Memorial Avenue. By the way, you can't even go to the White Hut right now anyway because the White Hut store is closed. It go. It's open at the Big E, though. They, cl- they always close. Oh, that's right. They, they, they do, do close do the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't make sense to be open when nope. you get all those people going to the Big E. You might as well be where the people are. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's probably also. I've always uh, wondered, and I think they did that even before Andy and Peter bought the place. They did. They and, did. and I always wondered why they did that because obviously there's going to be a lot of people who don't want to go to the Big E. And also, well, I realized they don't want to go on Memorial Avenue because of the Big E. Years ago, I was told it was all about workforce. Yeah, that's probably it, too. Yeah. And the fact that uh, you're not getting the flow of customers that you normally would 
on that stretch of road because mm-hmm. that's the only way to get to that restaurant. Right. So you go, open you, up a bit, open up a booth at the fair and uh, let the people come to you. If you, you go know? back and remember the uh, the taste of Springfield, for example, one of the things that uh, that kind of killed that event is all those vendors were kind of saying the same thing: I can't staff this and my place at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. for a place like the White Hut, you know that's always been an issue: is trying to get enough people to work both. Well. You could you could make it uh, self serve. I don't think you want uh, people playing with those six hundred degree uh, grills. Well, it's all supervised. Police are looking for information that would lead them to the person who abandoned two kittens near Route Ten in Southampton Thursday night. The Southampton Police Department said two kittens were left in a crate with no food or water next to a mailbox cluster on Hillside Meadow Drive. They believe this happened sometime between 4 and 8.30 p.m. If you have any information, you're asked to call the Southampton Police. (laughs) What's that? (coughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. What were you laughing at? Uh, A story I just found on uh, a Drudge Report. I thought you were laughing at the poor kitten. Yeah, that does sound like something you'd laugh at. No, even I have uh, enough. uh, Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. It's a story in the New York Post with a video. Um, Gorillas shock onlookers with oral sex show at Bronx Zoo. I did see the story, and uh, they were getting into it. Man, that is... You know, the funny thing is, I I told you, I just got done reading this book called Bonk. And it's and it's all about uh, it's about sex, but it's about and it's about body parts and sex organs and stuff like that. And it's about animals too. It talks about animals and how we are pretty much the only mammals out there that uh, prefer our sex to be private and uh, not out in public, and even including gorillas. All right, but they're in, not the same mammal as us. But in fairness, you are very unlikely to see a couple of gorillas or anybody in uh, in the ape. Uh, genus to uh, be getting a hotel room at the uh, at the at the embassy suites. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're not going to see that very often. They're not they're not going to get one in private rooms at the Pines. Actually, the uh, the article says that great great <coughs> ape fellatio may seem unorthodox. <laughs> great ape, but it's not really. Oral sex is actually fairly common throughout the animal kingdom, with uh, sightings of species ranging from cheetahs to bears and bats engaging in the salacious act. Steve, uh, I don't know if we ever told you the story. There was one time when uh, John and I and our uh, a previous producer were given a tour of the uh, Forest Park Zoo. Do you remember this, John? Uh, vaguely. There was a uh, spider monkey who was, how shall I put this, um, vigorously pleasuring himself in his cage. Feeding baloney to the smurfs. Well, I wasn't going to go it, that it was, far. I'm just that saying, was Barry. I, Yes. It was Barry the monkey. He was dealing with his uh, autoerotic yeah. activities. This was before he curtailed it. Well, he's an innocent primate. Well, so were we. we. But, uh, yeah, later on he was forced to uh, to cease his uh, autoerotic activities, and uh, he just became a normal, the, uh, the a pic- normal one. The pictures that I saw, obviously, uh, you know, the two gorillas are, you know, one's enjoying it, because why wouldn't you, and then the other one's really doing all the work. But in front of... Of the uh, of the of the uh, the enclosure because there's there's a glass partition between the apes and the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see these frightened looks on all these adorable young school children who have no idea what's going on, yeah. and they're you know for all 
you know, and, and they're freaking out. And well, you know, you're a teacher, you know, on a field trip, saying, "Well, no, how do no, I no. explain this to the children?" He's just learning how to play the clarinet. Not not all of them don't know what's going on. There's this one picture um, that someone took, and and I don't know where this person who took the picture is because they seem to be at a much higher level than the individuals in the picture. But there's this one mother who uh, is carrying probably I don't know maybe a three year old, and the mother is laughing. Uh, like crazy, but even the three-year-old has her hand over her mouth yeah. like she knows this is not supposed to be happening. <laughs> if you spend enough time around the monkey cages at the zoo, uh-huh. you're going to see some stuff that you never thought you'd ever see. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some things that involved uh, some pretty disgusting matter uh, with these monkeys. They do not care. And, uh, you know, not very hygienic animals. The uh, the writers of the New York Post also uh, a little bit out there as well. Meanwhile, this isn't the first time gorillas have been observed going sextra curricular at the boogie down Bronx venue. Mm. Several years ago, a Redditor posted a raunchy picture that depicted two of the uh, facility's animals in what is colloquially known as. As the 69 position in front of kids. Colloquial. No, no I don't, I'm not Collo- doing that again. We hear that enough without having to do it. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, the the gorillas right there in front of the window. It's a we, crazy story. We, we call him the chunky monkey chomper. <laughs> I don't know why they'd call him that. Well, because he's doing a little freedom gurgle on his uh, uh, okay. on the pickle martini uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the line, Steve. Line. There is no line. Oh, there's a there line. Is, oh, yeah, there there's is a, a line. line. You've crossed it many times. Yeah. And when I cross the line, it's like, whoa, oh, get over the line. And you say that every week, and then you jump over a line again. Well, because I need to be better than you. <laughs> <laughs> is that so bad? Keep trying. A, uh, <laughs> a school. Oh, you, you, are you hearing how difficult it must be for you, Steve? It's very difficult. Yeah, apparently, the, the bar has been set very yeah. high. A uh, school van driver accused of leaving a child alone inside her van for three hours is scheduled to be in court this morning. Arraignment for 45-year-old Erica DeJesus of Springfield is scheduled in Palmer District Court. There's no, there's still no other details from this. It, Why would there be? Well, because you would think that somebody from 22, mm-hmm. after all this time, would call the police department and say, can we get a little detail? Did she say anything? You know, basic questions. Well, but... This to is be just, fair, I mean, the police may be refusing to give information as well. Well, then you say that the police are yeah. declined to comment. Or yeah. would not disclose this information. Because I find it hard to believe that, you know, this woman just left this child in the bus. I, it's, I know it's wrong, and I know you're supposed to be checking the bus because you're the driver. But what was the reason, what was the excuse given? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Was this, by the way, a full-size bus? It sounded like a van, the way they were yeah. talking about it. So yeah. it's probably one of those, you know, larger transport vans, like the Amazon truck, but with windows and seats. Mm-hmm. The option of uh, X gender on all Massachusetts identification forms passed the Senate Thursday. Legislation filed by Senator uh, Joe Comerford of Northampton. The uh, bill uh, voted uh, 39, uh, 39 to 0 will provide a non-binary X option other than male or female on birth certificates and driver's licenses. That's almost unanimous. 
That is unanimous. Thir- oh, yeah, right, right, 39-0. The RMV began offering the neutral <laughs> gender designation in 2019, the same year the Senate passed a similar bill on a 39-to-1 vote. Ooh, who's the one that uh, didn't want to do that? The old guy. Yeah. Man, back in my day, we had men and women, and that was it. And they would put it on their driver's licenses, and we were happy with it. You had a ding-dong or a raccoon pit. That's all you had. A raccoon pit? Yeah, I don't know. Digging for food. Yeah, I guess. The uh, bill also directs the state to begin the process of allowing a non-binary option for all state forms and instances where a gender choice is required. Under the bill, the gender on birth records could be changed by an adult, an emancipated minor, or the parent or guardian of a minor. No documentation beyond a uh, self-attestation is required (sighs) to make a change. I I don't know. Probably going to get myself in trouble if I say anything. I probably shouldn't say anything. Probably not. But I can't not. I All mean, right. come on, please. What do you mean you can't not? I can't not say something. You just did say you something. You just did say I something. I know. Um, you just don't have to be specific in the things you say. I just don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I understand you. you, you have an option at some point in your life. To change that, if you would like. You have the option to have people refer to you in different pronouns. And and you deserve that option. I'm not questioning that. But a driver's license, which is generally issued at the age of 16, and, and, and I know that there might even be some people out there who take this uh, issue on before they're 16, but the driver's license is really only providing the information that was provided at birth on your birth certificate. It's got your name. Well, it's got an address. It's got your sex. I believe it's got your blood type in some cases. Well, and what hap- what happens if a woman uh, changes her name after getting married? Then they change. You can change the. Lo- I believe it's an option. Well, then why would this be any different? Uh. All you're doing is changing some letters. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, listen, if you're identifying yourself in a certain way and you're doing it in a, on a full-time basis, it seems to me it's, it shouldn't really be that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I don't. I, mean, I, I, I knew it, I wasn't going to gonna articu- articulate this well enough. Well, but. I mean, I understand how some people are going to be on, who may not understand it or feel comfortable with it, but the reality is if I am identifying in, in a certain uh, your gender or a certain pronoun, and that's legal to do in every other case. Then your driver's license should be able to reflect that. You know, when you when you fill out forms these days and they ask for your your gender, a lot of times they are accommodating those extra pronouns. I understand that, and I'm making I am making a separation between the driver's license and any other thing that might ask you for your sex. I'm also making a separation. If someone has had this surgery, the the chain surgery, then that would be a different story. But See, I don't I don't necessarily think that's true. There are many mm-hmm. transgendered people who are living, you know, as the as their identified gender who have not had surgery. Does that make them any less deserving of changing their pronouns and other documents? Hey, I hey, don't think so. Hey, I got a joke for you. you ready? Yeah. How does a uh, how does a non-binary samurai kill somebody? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Steve. They slash them. 
What? I, I, they I slash them. I don't know what that means. You lost me on that one. Yeah. Because of the pronoun thing. Oh, I see. They, them. It's yeah. they oh, slash them. Oh, oh, they're not binary. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Yeah. I, it, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's any, there should be any difference. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and again, if you're pulling somebody over and they, you know, and, you know, maybe they were born biologically as a man, but identify as something else, and their driver's license does not reflect that, you know, then you're talking about an embarrassing situation where someone has to explain, you know, what's going on in their lives. And it may not be the cop's business. Yeah. Uh, it's 71 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. I am. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 656 and The Who on Rock 102. Flash floods, in effect. Flash flood warning. Uh, I just saw the 22 News Weather Tracker. That's a that's an official name, mm. the Weather Tracker. It's uh, we got somebody ants. driving their car with a webcam <laughs> on the dashboard. We've got to say, you got to name it something. you got yeah, got to give it a clever it name. It's, it's just somebody driving around. With a camera on the dashboard, and and you can see the intermittent wiper go across every now and then. But they call it the weather tracker instead of Bob in his Chevy. Rock 102 and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements are giving you a chance to win tickets to see the uh, New England take on Tampa in Foxborough Sunday, October 3rd. Believe it or not, that's, that is a week from this Sunday. Uh, go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. A winner will be chosen on September 30th. It's your chance to win tickets to see New England versus Tampa in Foxborough Brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, Steve just gave me uh, a video. It's uh, apparently, a, it must be a camera, <clears throat> excuse me, at uh, at Central Chevrolet that uh, shows that crash yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why oh, I'm, not, I'm not there yet, but um, yeah, pretty nasty. And that wasn't even, uh, it wasn't weather related. Just uh, speeding, speeding, right? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Well, it does look like the roads were wet, though. <clears throat> well, there was like uh, there was some drizzle yesterday, or like around uh, where we were. But that's you know you're talking West Springfield, long ways away. Yeah. But well, I didn't see much rain yesterday. I don't know if there's a weather tracker here either. It's uh, just about 6.59 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. Save yourself 30% on all things in the Pioneer Valley. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, I have spent a better part of my life deeply split by my divided loyalties. On one hand, I grew up a mere 22.8 miles away from Foxborough, and that's taking the back roads to Route 1A on Newport Avenue, taking 95 north to 13B to the 140, heading north, and boom, I'm practically there. On the other hand, the last time I lived out that way was 1984, when the Patriots failed to make the playoffs despite their first winning season in three years. And then there's the part of me that used to own a single share of Green Bay Packers stock. And yet, where do my divided loyalties lie? Well, that's the very same question being posed to former Patriot great Julian Edelman. This week on NBC Sports, uh, Edelman was asked who he would be rooting for when the Patriots host Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and the two teams meet at Foxborough a week from Sunday. Edelman happens to be one of Tom Brady's very best friends in the world. They hang out together. They have regular conversations. Edelman's even on Brady's speed dial, and he's listed as one of his favorites in his contacts. And yet, when it comes to a head-to-head contest between Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, where do his allegiances lie? According to Edelman, 
to Foxborough, man. Julian goes on to say, I hope Tom does great. Everybody stays healthy. I hope Gronk does great. I hope it's a high-scoring battle and maybe little Mac Jones comes out. Who knows? We'll see. Yes, we will. You see, folks, that's what team loyalty is all about. Blindly drinking the sauce and not wavering on your convictions. That's what loyalty really means. Julian Edelman will be rooting for the Patriots no matter who's on the other side of the field because that's what former Patriots are supposed to do. So how do I handle my divided loyalties between Green Bay and New England? Well, let's just say that's my business, and I choose not to make this all about me. I can tell you, though, that I will not be rooting for Tampa under any circumstances because I've already got quite enough to deal with right now. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, when you buy the DeWalt cordless driver, impact driver on sale at Rocky's for $170, you get a DeWalt LED work light free. Rockies is the best place for power tools. Fact or fiction? How about both? Power tools available right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Steve? Uh, Traffic alert. (laughs) Roadhog. We got uh, actually two of them on I-91. One is I-91 northbound right underneath the Mountain Park overpass. These these are accidents? These are accidents. There is uh, an overturned vehicle there. Under the Mountain Park overpass, that's I-91 northbound. Traffic starting to back up there. And then just uh, about four or five miles up the road on the southbound side of 91, that's the uh, near the Hatfield exit, mm-hmm. uh, another car uh, that has rolled over. Rolled over. And there's fire trucks and cops and all that. Good Damn. There. A lot yeah. of rollovers all well, in two days. So, so there you go. I watched that video uh, of the one at Central Chevrolet, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's interesting. It basically, I mean, they call it a two-car crash. It's the one vehicle, the SUV, which was traveling eastbound. Again, that would be towards Springfield. The guardrail in front of Central Chevrolet begins in front of Central Chevrolet, mm-hmm. and then the entire length of it, I believe, runs to almost Union Street, if not all the way to Union Street. But it begins in front of Central Chevrolet, mm-hmm. and you see uh, a car go by eastbound. Wait, does the sun come up? A car goes by? Yeah, exactly. Were you hitching a ride? Hitching um, a ride. If I may. Uh, the uh, f- car goes by, and, and out of the picture, there's two camera shots. There's one that shows traffic approaching uh, Central Chevrolet from the west, traveling eastbound, and then there's another camera that shows the traffic continuing eastbound past Central Chevrolet. The one where the traffic is approaching, you see the SUV clearly speeding and kind of either on the center line or over the center line, and it hits the guardrail at the beginning, which almost makes it like a ramp, and then it rides the guardrail for a second before it tips towards the westbound lane, but obviously comes back in and strikes the car in front of it uh, that was also going eastbound. And then it's out of the picture. It's right in that spot between the two camera shots so that you can't really see uh, what's going on until the smoke and flames start to pour out of the car. It's uh, pretty nasty. It is pretty nasty, but you left out the part uh, just before the car catches fire. The scene freezes, and Waylon Jennings' voice comes over goes, I don't know how the Duke boy is going to get out of this one. Yeah. Because it did look very, like, stunt-like. Yeah, it did. I'm thinking more like like an A-team type of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but uh, again, someone has been seriously injured, so uh, we'll keep that in mind. So the governor uh, came to town yesterday. He went to the Big E, and uh, he did a number of other things out here in western Massachusetts, but among them was not phoning in to the Bax and O'Brien show. Uh, I guess he must have been busy. or mm. Well, did we ask him? Mm, no, that's another thing, too. But um, oh, yeah, I think we got to ask in order for him. I mean, I don't think he's going to offer it. Yeah, you'd like to think he'd offer it. But um, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, he was asked uh, something about the courthouse, the, the closed Ireland courthouse downtown. And basically, he just kind of like uh, evaded the question by saying, uh, look, the trial court owns the courthouse and they're in charge of the building. Yeah. Got, I got nothing to do with it. He said, basically said, don't look at me. Yeah. I'm not in charge of this. Well, so those other guys. Yesterday at the Big E, uh, somebody asked him something uh, about it. Baker said in an interview after touring the Big E, and I'll presume it must be from Jim Kinney of the Republican. And the governor's reply at that point was, our goal here is to do what we can to make sure that there is what I would describe as a transparent review of the building. We're working hand in hand with the courts on this. He said, our goal is going to be to solve whatever the issues and the problems are there and ensure that everyone who is working in that building understands what it is that we are doing and why and the differences it will make. I've been very clear to our folks. We need to come up with a monitoring system that gives people confidence this building is safe. Keep in mind, this is still him talking, keep in mind that people need to go to work in the next five to six or seven or eight or nine years, which is usually how long it takes to site and build a courthouse. Let's make sure we do what we need to do to give people confidence and comfort that this building is ship shape. Mm. And then his final part of it was asked about the idea of replacing the courthouse. He said, there is no appropriation for that. So basically he's saying, suck it up, go back to work. We'll fix it, but we're not replacing it. When you have people getting sick in a building because of its <clears throat> condition, and you know, there's a lot of evidence that supports that. It's hard to imagine being told, listen, it's probably going to take another eight or nine years before you see any changes. Six or seven or eight or nine. Yeah, whatever it might be. I'm, I'm going on the, on the higher end, the eight or nine. Yeah, that's, not, uh, that's no comfort to me if I'm the DA who's already saying, I don't want to get have put myself or anybody else in there. And he's not saying there'll be a new building in six or seven or eight or nine years. He's just simply saying that's how long it takes to site and build a courthouse if we were going to do that. But there's no appropriation for that, so we're not going to. Because you would have to start doing site work six or seven years out. Well, there's no appropriation for that now. It doesn't mean there couldn't be appropriation for that within the next six, seven, eight, or nine years. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 which then listen, pushes they, it back that much further. Sure, but you know, when it comes to like other uh, you know projects that the state has been a part of, whether it's a convention center in Boston or a big tunnel in the middle of uh, Boston, in, in the middle of Boston, or, or any uh, number of things that have happened in Boston. Somehow, some way, the state comes up with the money. Mm -hmm. Now, in this case, you have a building that anybody who's working there will tell you sucks and is not healthy to work in. Um, at some point, you have to say, 
maybe we should be appropriating some money for this. Yeah, well. Even if it takes six, seven, eight, or nine years to complete. But keep in mind, you know, last week they had a story come out that talked about how whether the trial court owns the building or not, it's the, I forget the exact title of the department within the state that is in charge of buildings and maintenance. And they are also in charge in the building Mm. of buildings. And they have a list of projects by order of priority. And the Roderick Ireland Courthouse is number 21 or 23. I forget. It's in the low 20s on that list. There's at least 20 other things that need to be fixed or built before the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. And my guess is they're all in Boston. I think there are some as close as Worcester. Yeah, yeah but there are. not and I don't believe any of them are are out here that I'm that I'm aware of. Yeah. But you know, in the same way, like you don't get the governor unless you ask. Mm. You don't get appropriations for a new building unless you start the process of asking for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's you're you're kind of it's a cart before the horse argument on the part of the governor because yeah, now yeah, there may be a, there may not be a dime for a new courthouse. But what do you do when there's another building, like the 32 others on the list? What do you do with that? Well, you know, just and, like... And of, those, and of those buildings, how many of them are getting as much uh, recognition as this one is? With a, with a DA uh, walking out of there, with a clerk of courts walking out of there. With, well, just like you had the former Superior Court Justice say that I wouldn't work in that office that, that the two judges had previously worked in that have now both passed away, um, I think somebody should have talked to the governor's driver yesterday and said, hey, listen, when you leave the Big E, take him across the bridge and bring him into the courthouse yeah, not, and don't let him leave. Not past the courthouse. Yeah. Actually in. walk in. We've got an office set up for him. This is his new Western Mass office. Yeah, the, give him the mildewy one, yeah. with the ones where all the uh, the uh, the law books are uh-huh. covered with mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then lock him in. And, you know, look, we'll bring you, we'll bring you your meals. Uh, we'll bring. We'll go get your suits. Have him. Have um, him sit on the chair that bleeds mold spores whenever you sit into it. Yeah, yeah. What am I seeing? Uh, is it a Seinfeld where where somebody is being forced? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was when Jerry had the stink in his car, and he went back to the restaurant, and he got the manager to come out and sit in the car. And he could smell it himself. And the guy was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> that's what, that's what the, governor, the governor would have to do. <laughs> I don't know. You know he, he's clearly not in any position to make any real statements about this. If he's, if he's claiming that it's the trial court that's uh, in charge here. I mean, he's, you know, he's not helping here. So, I mean, he needs to either let the trial court deal with it or really assert his power and get them out of this discussion. Because yeah. it's like, you know, we're kind of at a stalemate with this thing. You know, nobody wants to work there, but yet no one wants to fix it either. Well, and no, I, they're willing to fix it. They said it's fixed. They said it's fixed. Come on. It's clean. Yeah. It's safe. All right. Okay, so they took a, a sponge and like a, a, a Mr. Clean magic eraser and sw- scrape down the walls. Yeah, but it was one of those sponges where it's spongy on one side and it's gritty on the other. Yeah, that, I don't I don't think that's going to cut it. Two I, of them. I think there are bigger issues with that building because that would be why it keeps coming back. And uh, I don't know. I, it, it, it seems to me we're kind of 
completely locked horns in this thing. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's not even locking horns. We, we've lost. It's not It's not going to happen. It's 723 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. When you run to, if you ever miss a Bax and O'Brien show, no big deal. You headed into the weekend. You can listen to any Bax and O'Brien show throughout the weekend just by de- uh, downloading the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, as well as BaxandO'Brien.com. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week has been Joe Keithley from the band DOA. And then uh, next week, Baxi's enormous record collection returns. We'll take a look at 19, the 1969 debut album by the band MC5. So that's coming up uh, next week. All available on BaxandO'Brien.com. So, uh, interesting uh, article on Mass Live today that I was in an accident one time. I can remember this back in uh, the late 80s with an older gentleman. Um, and it was his fault. And my lawyer, I got a lawyer, even though I didn't have insurance and I was afraid they were going to make me his butler. Uh, my lawyer knew this man and said, uh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, depose him because he lives in Florida in the winters. And this was the start of winter. He's like, I'm going to depose him over, uh, several days, not in a row. So he has to keep coming back from Florida which will either drive him crazy or he'll die. And uh, that was my lawyer's plan. Wow. Um, the article this morning on Mass Live, one of the key prosecution witnesses in the Nathan Bill case has died of COVID. And that's going to have some kind of a change. I mean, already uh, the lawyer, Sean Allen, is saying, look, anything... Uh, any evidence, any testimony or, or uh, you know, statements that this guy gave investigators previously has to be thrown out if he's dead. That's the argument he's making. The, ju- the court will decide whether that's true or not. But the lawyers... Is, is that true? I mean, uh, I mean sometimes, I, sometimes if a, if a person dies in the middle of a case, right. s- sometimes, yes, their statements can be... Even uh, thrown out. Even in, in a deposition. It depends on whether it is a deposition or not. If it, if it's a if it's just a police statement uh, from you know from the the crime right. or the scene, maybe not. But um, well, I can understand that. I mean, anyway, everybody lies to the cops. But mm-hmm, you know, when it comes yeah. to being deposed for a lawsuit, depending whether you, know, you got to that point or not, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you you have to you know. I mean, you're basically doing it under oath, right? Yep. A deposition? Yep. yep. Well. I mean, I realize you can't go and cross-examine someone who's died in their de- in, the, in their statements in a deposition, but having that being able to be thrown out of court, I didn't, wouldn't even have thought that. Sean Allen is the, uh, is the lawyer for one of the officers, and he says that officer is moving to exclude all evidence relative to any testimonial or identification procedures relied upon Referencing, referencing Jackie Legon by the Commonwealth. Jackie Legon is the man who passed away uh, from COVID. Uh, the officer further moves to exclude all evidence pertaining to Jackie Legon at trial, said uh, Sean Allen. So that that's going to... That's interesting. It, it's one of these things where it's, you know, I mean, obviously a pandemic is unexpected. Uh, it's not like you wait for someone to die of old age by dragging a case on this long no but like you know like bill cosby may not end up going back to court ever again because he might die man's in his 80s right but in this case it's not going to help it's 7 30 we have news next to rock 102 
733 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, receive 60% off with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. This is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, uh, Bax. There are uh, still a couple of traffic alerts on uh, I-91. One is northbound at the Mountain Park overpass. There's an overturned car under there, and then about uh, four miles north to the Hatfield exit southbound, there's a rolled-over car there, too. So maybe called- maybe uh, maybe the maybe the two cars hit each other, and uh, sent them that far. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, just and the roll the roll took them all the way from Hatfield to uh, Holyoke. That's uh, a long roll. It is a long roll. I'll give you that. Um, but you know, it's pretty wet out there. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, sorry. I'm getting distracted by these new windscreens we have on our market. Did you get a new windscreen, John? Uh, I do. It's still in the box. Much take it out. Uh, I don't have anything sharp enough to open it. It's like a, it's like a giant condom over the microphone. No, I'm familiar with windscreens. Yeah, we all um, we all got our individual windscreens. Yeah, and uh, you know, for those of you who not uh, not savvy, it's a it's a it's like a thing that goes over your microphone. A big per- piece of foam. Yeah, and uh, you know, I got one, but this is a microphone that nearly everybody uses. Yeah. So, am I supposed to take put it on, take it off every yeah. day? Yeah, that's why it had your name on it. But can't you still hear the air conditioner? Yeah, it doesn't do anything to stop the air conditioning. Well, it's supposed to be wind. It's supposed to be a wind screen. Yeah, and I... I no, no, it doesn't stop the wind. It, it really doesn't? doesn't. No, I'm going bareback no. in this to. microphone. It's what I'm doing. You're, yeah, you're not going to put the uh, the mic condom I, on. I don't like you? the way it feels. Mm. I feel it's like uh, like doing radio with a raincoat on. Is yours black? Yes. Yeah, see, like I said, mine's still in the box, and I'm looking at the box now, and there's a, there's a label on it, and uh, there was... Off white, yellow, red, royal blue, purple, tangerine, oh, orange, nice. brown, pink, green, gray, navy yeah. blue, tan. Uh, see, we should have gotten the tangerine. I want one. tangerine, yeah. and then we would have looked like we had the Mister Microphone. Neon pink, neon yellow, neon green, and we get the black one. Well, it's slimming. I got rocks. Makes it makes us sound thinner than we are. Yeah, it's true. It does make it sound thinner than we are. A uh, 24-year-old Greenfield man believed to be involved in a stolen truck crash in pursuit into Gill this week has been charged with multiple counts of robbery. You crashed into Gill? Well, he got in the way. Eon or Ion? I don't know how you pronounce his name. How is it spelled? I-O-N. It's going to be Ion. Ion Kovalenko was arraigned on charges this week related to a series of crimes allegedly committed uh, this past Sunday until Tuesday Mm -hmm. afternoon. Many of the alleged thefts were car robberies in the Greenfield area. Uh, Kovalenko is Car robberies or car thefts? Car robberies. Were they corroborating on these car robberies? Probably car thefts. Probably. Uh, Kolovenko is also accused of stealing a box truck in Waitley and crashing it in Gill, triggering a foot pursuit, which resulted in his arrest he, late Tuesday. Uh, yeah, twice in the afternoon. He, uh, he crashed it greatly in Waitley. Yes, he did. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you yeah. using our uh, our advertisers mm-hmm. as, a, as a springboard for your jokes. Sure, sure. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Get Higher job fair will be held at the Holyoke Mall on Get Wednesday. Get Higher? Get hired. Oh, uh, hired. Oh. Well. I no. thought you were saying, like, you know, the, the, you, you go there high, and they want you to get higher. No. No. Not if you want a job. 
A Get Hired Job Fair will be held at the Holyoke Mall on Wednesday, October 6th from 3 to 7 p.m. on the lower level near Macy's. The event is an opportunity for Western Mass employers to interview and hire workers and to help job seekers connect with businesses who need their skills. Local employers from multiple industries are looking for candidates at all skill levels, several stores and venues. At the mall will uh, also be in attendance to fill open positions. I was at a, an establishment <laughs> last night, uh, was a restaurant type. What's it name? Uh, I'm not going to say. What's it rhyme with? Uh, I don't want to do that either. And um, the waitress who was serving us outdoors was also serving the tables indoors, mm-hmm. and she was the bartender. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of issues you're seeing now with manpower. Yeah, all the to... tables inside, outside, mm-hmm. and the bartender. And she you... said the only thing I'm not doing is cooking. And you really can't get frustrated. I know by these by yeah. these employees because they're it's not their fault no. that they're try they're being stretched thin. They're mm-hmm. they're doing the best they can. All three of those jobs she was doing on a Thursday night. Hey, I, I did a wedding uh, back in July, and uh, they didn't have enough servers, so I wound up putting on an apron and started serving food. Get out of here. Not kidding you. Were you, you accepting tips? You put tips? on an apron? I put on an apron, I uh, washed my hands, I got some gloves on, and uh, put a mask on, and there I was, serving up Don't, serving up food. Yeah, he was at the carving station. Don't you need to be, uh, what do they call it, uh, bar certified or something so, like that? Serve safe certified? Yeah. Well, yeah. I already have that from years ago. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, is that for a lifetime? Mm, appointment it probably should have been like upgraded yeah. about four or five years ago but or four still, or five times but uh i i'm very uh keen to the uh you know the serving of the food mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. would you like some potatoes or would you like some broccoli i do know for a fact that uh, you have a little bit of a heavy-handed pour when it comes to mixing drinks yeah so uh when you come to me always go to the fat guy when you're getting food always yeah I always noticed that uh, years ago uh, when friendlies actually used to mean something. Uh, <laughs> um, they You always go to the big person working at friendlies to get your ice cream sundaes. Made, sure. Because yeah. they would pour the extra sauce on it. You, you never want to go to the 98-pound weekling. No. The they, don't, they don't pound, know what they're doing. No, they're going by the book. They're going by the, oh, only one squirt of hot fudge and only one squirt of peanut butter. Speaking of friendlies, did you see the story today? No. They are discontinuing the Jubilee roll. Oh, yeah. No, I did see that. I saw it yesterday. And I was screaming, screaming. Yes, Christmas is ruined by Listen, friendlies. Your nostalgia of friendlies is not uh, based on their success. I love the Jubilee roll. Well, I would, I would eat the Jubilee roll with my bare hands. So I'm guessing the release of that news is timed to say there won't be any this season. There'll be none. Yeah, this they, is. This they is, don't sell them all. They're, they're like Girl Scout cookies. They don't sell them all year long, right? I thought they did. Uh, well, I it is know. a no. I, I think if they sell it all year long, it's because those haven't yet sold. But I think uh, you know it's primarily, you know, a holiday item. But yet to say no more Jubilee rolls, it's like saying no more ice cream, no more Santa Claus, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not prepared to say that. Or no more ice cream. Well, you might as well just get rid of all the ice cream. You, yeah, I bet you. I bet you the guy at Malicious could make an, a Jubilee roll. I'm sure he could. They make, they make, make good ice cream cakes. Sleep. Sure, they could. Carvel yeah. could probably do it too. But it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, I like the. I really enjoyed the Friendly's Jubilee roll, and I would eat it in uh, in sections. 
I want a cookie puss or a fudgy the whale now that you mentioned Tom no, Carvel. No, I, I mm-hmm. got it. The, those are excellent, uh, high-quality products, Steve. I would start so, by but, eating the nuts and the chocolate syrup. Yeah, but, but what about the Jubilee roll? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 See what you did there. Federal officials say the boyfriend of Gabby Petito, whose body was found at a national park in Wyoming after a cross-country trip with him, has been indicted for unauthorized use of a debit card. Thursday's announcement of an arrest warrant for Brian Laundrie came as researchers continued looking for him in Florida swampland. Searchers, not researchers. I, I, did I misspeak? <laughs> no, yeah, you said researchers are looking for him. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I didn't right. mean to say that. It's, uh, they're scientists. Well, they, can, they, they could have hired researchers, too. Sometimes I'm not perfect and I mess up the words. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I apologize. No, no, that's okay, Steve, and I, and I also note your sarcasm. I'm not being oh, sarcastic. Not sarcastic. Come on now. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely apologizing to you because I know how <laughs> no. annoying it is to you for me to screw things up. Not annoying. Up. I'm just, I'm just trying to help. I mean, they're not researchers. Those are, those are lab people in white coats that uh, sometimes have well, stethoscopes around their necks. Sometimes I, uh, I tend to mumble because I'm afraid to speak up to you, <laughs> and then I, I just kind of <laughs> trying to get through things, and then yeah. I screw up, and then I realize, uh, and I, like my heart just went into my throat, and yeah. I said. Okay. It's, it's researchers, not not it's searchers, not ser- researchers. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm sorry, John. Yeah. I don't know yeah, I heard what that. to do. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, still trying to figure out the timeline here. <clears throat> so, first of all, w- when we talked yesterday about all the people on the internet that are trying to help this or trying to figure this thing out, mm-hmm. and I mentioned, you know, there might even be some people out there who are helping him. That would not have been a crime, as long as he was a person of interest. Once he becomes a suspect, and especially when a, when a warrant is issued, now if you're helping him, you are aiding a fugitive. Um, but the other thing, too, is so he came back on September 1st. That video of the police in Utah was August 12th, I believe. They're, they're not saying when the use of the ATM card happened, but probably after her death, but they also have not released or maybe not even pinpointed the date of her death yet. But he supposedly took $1,000 out of her account. Now, whether she was still alive or whether she gave him uh, her password and he was getting the money on their behalf, Apparently, there must be some reason why the police know that that's not what happened, and that's how they got a warrant for that charge. So they must know when she died, and obviously they know when the transaction at the ATM occurred. Well, it's like you said yesterday. You know, once once there's a credit card activity or an ATM card, all of a sudden yeah. this becomes a different story. And, and if he needed that money because he didn't want to use the card again— uh, that's why he took $1,000. It would take him $1,000 to get back from Utah to Florida. That's probably what he did. That's possibly what he did. If uh, this statistic is for real, a large uh, chunk of America must be bummed. They don't have to work tomorrow. 43% of Americans claim uh, they're in their dream job right now. Are you in your Right dream- now? Right now. Are you in your dream job right now? No. More of a nightmare. I was going to say, mm. that's kind of like the thing. You know, when I was a kid, I always uh, dreamed of making ones of dollars. <laughs> and here I am. And there you're doing it. Sitting, kissing, sit, the, kissing the sweet ass of success s- in that position. Sitting atop of the success ball of the world. 
or at least uh, one of the jobs they wanted as a kid. Another 19% said they used to have a, uh, their dream job, but don't anymore. The average person was uh, seven years old the first time they knew what their dream job was. I had, I had the two. I did have two. It was and it was radio and being a police officer. And you got what did to you accomplish decide? both. Yeah, I know. And and I realized what a stupid little seven year old I was. I know. <laughs> two, two terrible mistakes in your life were becoming that a cop in my and life. in radio. <laughs> I always wanted to be a banker. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to be a city planner. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wanted to be a uh, marine biologist. For a while, I thought about becoming a lion tamer. I had the hat. You had the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle going, right? Well, not the kit. Just the caboodle? The caboodle. Ah. Uh, yeah, radio uh, personality is nowhere on this list. It goes like doctors, nurses, lawyers, actors, artists, teachers. Where's firemen? There is no fireman on there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I was a little surprised that uh, cop, firefighter, yeah. and radio host didn't make the list. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> cop I mean, they're firefighter. Because at one point they're all in the same breath of you know essential personnel. Mm-hmm. I want to be like that guy on the radio who complains about all of his problems. I want to be like that guy who leaned on that other guy's neck until he stopped breathing. Uh, you know, if you've ever been Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christmas, oh my God. How am I the one that always crosses the line? Yeah, I, I, yeah I right. I but yet, when you bulldoze through know. it, you're fine. No, I, I, I don't. say it. Uh, on that note, your Pioneer Valley forecast uh, today: there is a uh, flash flood watch in effect uh, until uh, when is it? T- tomorrow morning, noon. It says through. Did they change it? I this thought it was one, like midnight last night to Nash- noon today. National Weather Service uh, until early tomorrow morning. Oh, sons of bitches. Anywho, it's going to be uh, rainy and 70 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 73. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The most popular street name in America? Second. But in a Hyundai, you're always driving on Easy Street with our award-winning SUVs that come in first against the competition. For starters, every Hyundai SUV comes with America's best warranty and complimentary maintenance. Plus, the Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, and Kona SUVs are available with premium features like wireless device charging, Hyundai Digital Key, and Blind Spot Collision Avoidance Assist. The competition? Hmm, they must be back on 3rd Street. Or fourth, maybe 14th. Hyundai, it's your journey. Own it. Now for a limited time, lease an all-new 2022 Hyundai Tucson for just $189 a month or a 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe for $229 a month. See your Western Mass Hyundai dealer or visit buyhyundai.com to find a dealer near you. Call 661-615-2112 for complete offer details. Hurry in. Offers end soon. Another lovely any rain at all yesterday i saw a little bit in uh in um, chicopee and a little bit in wilbraham but uh today it seems like it'll be the opposite you'll be lucky if you don't see rain uh football season continues in new england and this sunday Coors light and rock 102 is going to give someone a chance to win five thousand bucks steve nagel and the road crew will be at outside tap sports bar at mgm from noon to two as the new as new england takes on new orleans if the game's opening kickoff is run back for a touchdown someone wins $5,000. Now, you may say, well, that never happens. Oh, yes, it does. 
And there's no mm-hmm. nothing to say that it wouldn't happen this weekend. I think the last time it happened was 1943. I don't believe that is true. Either way, if it happens, someone's going to win five grand. And I believe Steve will write a personal check to you. There'll also be lots of other great prizes from Rock 102 and uh, and Coors Light. Again, uh, Sunday from noon to 2 at uh, Outside Tap Sports Bar at MGM. Do you get it in chips? No, no, I don't think you get it in chips. I think you get an actual uh, cash Speaking a, a check. Speaking of which, uh, they are bringing back the poker room. Uh, it's on, on mass live this morning. Uh, the casino is going back. They've, you know, they've gone back to wearing masks. I don't know if that means they also put up all that plexiglass again. Um, but they have removed or are in the process of moving 20% of the slot machines that they had put into the uh, poker room when they stopped playing poker. They are going to restart. Um, but instead of the 28 tables that they had before, they're going to have 10 to 12 tables. Um, and I'm trying to remember now because I read this earlier and I'm trying to read it again as to when exactly it's going to happen. I don't think they've made that decision yet. Uh, I'm looking at the story in 22. It doesn't really have uh, a date on that either. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I th- I, to be honest, I thought this was inevitable anyway. I mean, they, they were going to bring it back. Yeah, well, they and they said they planned to bring it back by the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, and this is MGM. Uh, Encore Boston says they will make the decision by the end of the year, but they have not begun to uh, do anything solid. Right. And when, and when you scale back the tables by – you know, more than 50%, I got to believe they're doing that to fit a sports book in that place. Well, they, no, they've all, they showed that on 22 a couple of weeks ago. They've already built the whole sports book area. Sure, but there may be other areas uh, around there that may be, you know, viewing areas or, you know, places just, just to accommodate other types of business associated with a sports book. Yeah, because that's going to happen fast. No, it's not going to happen fast, but it is going to happen. And you know it, it, it's it's inevitable that they'll get they'll get it taken care of, just not anytime soon. No, <laughs> so exactly. Would be holding your breath. It's seven fifty nine. A rock one hundred two. If you need a job with flexible hours, boy, howdy, do we have a job for you. We need a sales assistant to assist sales. And just listen to the Bennies. Flexible hours in a fast-paced, fun environment. Opportunity to grow while you're helping the sales staff grow. All from within a fast-paced, fun team atmosphere. I know I said fast-paced and fun twice. Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Benjamin Moore Paint. Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but as a child, I was always told that if you have nothing nice to say, then don't say it. Sadly, not everybody has the ability to do this. Some people instead run their mouths. Other people will run their mouths to reporters on the Boston Herald as if their perspective has some sort of relevance, but I can tell you for certain that it does not. I'm sure some of you have already seen the story of Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero, speaking to the Herald this week. And while Guerrero certainly has a lot to say about Bill Belichick and his treatment of Tom Brady, I would like to remind everybody that Bill Belichick never liked Alex Guerrero. Hence, I have decided to take his statements with an enormous load of skepticism. According to Guerrero, Bill Belichick's feelings and emotions never evolved with age. Specifically, they never evolved as it related to Tom Brady, especially towards the latter part of his career. According to Guerrero, quote, I think that was such a Bill thing. He never evolved. 
You can't treat someone who's in their 40s like their 20s. That doesn't work. Meanwhile, Tom Brady spoke about Guerrero's statements to the Herald, saying that he has a great respect and admiration for the Patriots, but he's still glad that he made the move to Tampa. Of course, these statements from Guerrero are only being amplified because we're just a little bit more than a week out from having Tom Brady back in Foxborough to play the Patriots on October 3rd. So let's take a look at what Alex Guerrero wants you to believe. During the last 21 seasons, he believes that Bill Belichick has failed to evolve. I guess that would explain why he's only been able to manage 10 conference championships. Perhaps that lack of growth would explain the six Super Bowl championships or the 11 straight divisional titles, because you know, that sort of emotional rut can really hinder your career. Listen, dude, you almost have as much credibility being critical of Bill Belichick as the guy selling illegal t-shirts in the parking lot. Your job is to work on Tom Brady's pliability. It is not to draft a psychological profile of the most successful head coach of the NFL since Vince Lombardi. In other words, please shut up. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Take care of your tools. Get a Craftsman 5-drawer rolling toolbox on sale at Rocky's for 160 bucks. And get a 63-piece Craftsman Mechanics tool set free. Step up your tool game right now with your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. And Aerosmith on Rock 102. So, yeah, that flash flood watch uh, continues uh, through the day today. And uh, although now all of a sudden the little uh, caption on the Weather Channel website has uh, a cloud with a little bit of sun behind it, although it says showers in the vicinity. All right. And well. then uh, when I look at the radar, oh, we're we're in the middle of a tiny little hole of no precipitation, completely surrounded by green, red, and yellow. Oh, good. Something so, to look forward to today. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, open Live Running. Two nine three one zero two one open line Friday. Uh, keep your profanity and your hate speech and your stupidity to somebody else's show. Oh, uh, the stupidity is unavoidable. Well, I don't. You know, it's nice to think that you might get someone who's not stupid, but you, you can know, always dream. I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting a whole lot of confidence in that statement. No. Anyway, no. the uh, the phones are wide open. 413-293-1021. Ah, and here they come. You have They're- to dial one first. I think uh, you probably do, unless you're on a cell phone. Probably not. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? You talking to me? Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, John, I just had a question for you because you will make sure you shoehorn your Seinfeld references in. But when Steve wants to do the Tuesday afternoon, oh, and then the spring haikus, and then. And then even the innuendos, you shut all that stuff down. You poo, you poo poo all over it. No, I don't poo poo all all over you it. You poo poo all over they it. They got more poo poo than Bondi's Island. The difference is, you just said many different Seinfeld references. They're not the same okay. one all the time. Oh, That's what the Tuesday please. afternoon thing drives me crazy. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you're. You got a point. Uh huh. Yeah, I have a point. I have a point. <laughs> there you go again. Listen to you. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you very Thanks much for the call. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Kelly Reardon, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Ah, <laughs> Dread <laughs> Boys. All right. There, there you, go. you go. There's that uh, stupidity we talked about. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? This is Rob. How you doing? Good, good. Rob. What's going on? Uh, you guys were talking the other day about the exit and the uh, 
the numbers of the exits as they correspond with the mileage. Yep, I know what you're going to say. You guys are wrong. Connecticut doesn't. We don't do it in Connecticut. Somebody, somebody emailed me. Somebody emailed me that the other day, and I didn't realize that. I, and I'm still. I mean, I was trying to count the other day and think: is it really 49 miles from New Haven to Enfield? Yeah. And it's not. It's no. it's much further. No, it's not. Yeah. 84, 95, and 91. We still have our numbers going in order. They don't go by the mileage. See, yeah, it's well. funny because when they did the article about us changing it here in Massachusetts, they said in the article, Massachusetts and Vermont were the last two states. All right, for crying out loud, close your door. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> or put your seatbelt on, whatever it is. All right. Well. They said in the article that probably was Mass Live. So yeah, maybe. Yes, it was. Well, I'll tell you this: if okay. Connecticut is considering doing it, don't because it it, uh, it screws everybody up. Yeah, it's no benefit to all this right. at all. Thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Yes, hi. This is Dan from uh, West Hartford. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dan. What's up? Quick question. I love you guys. This, um, this guys are fantastic. But couple yesterday and a couple days ago, the jokes of the day and the Hollywood trash were repeats. What's up with that? You mean from the day before or from earlier in the morning? From yesterday morning, the Hollywood trash and the joke were the same as like literally a couple of days ago. I listen right now. I had a uh, knee operations. I've been home for the past couple of months. I listen to you guys every single day, and you guys are phenomenal. But I'm going to say to myself, why are they repeating twice within the same week? I swear to God, it's true. Uh, Steve, because would you like to so, answer that question? Because it was so good. <laughs> That yeah, we decided, yeah. hey, That's why. you know what? Let's play this twice. Hey. I was told yesterday that it was Wednesday's joke. I'll well, tell you what happens sometimes is that, uh, listen, it's no secret that we record these pieces at 545 and 630. And then those pieces then get put into the computer system to play again right. at 910 and 935. Mm. The problem sometimes lies within this antiquated computer system that we have running this place where ah. when you put the file in it doesn't automatically uh, update yeah, to the Steve. other computer is it uh, is it the wheel behind the nut or the nut behind the wheel to quote a phrase whose phrase right. i never heard my, that phrase. Right. my dad used to say yeah, that steve oh, says that yeah. all the time so yeah. one last thing even more important though i'm a retired harper police officer 27 years i know john was also a temporary uh, police officer State of Connecticut, the politicians rolled over, passed a law. If you're a police officer and you get sued criminally, you have to hire your own lawyer. PDs are kicking in money, but if you're sued civilly, you're totally on your own. That's horrible. I want to make sure that that does not happen in Massachusetts. So I grew up in Belmont, Mass., moved to Hartford in 1988, was a Hartford cop. Who was your third-grade art teacher? So they, you don't have qualified immunity in Connecticut? In the state of Connecticut, because the politicians, because if they're to be blunt, the wussies, they rolled over, they passed a new law. If you were sued in the state of Connecticut as a police officer, sued criminally, what PDs are doing, John, is they're pooling their money to have a lawyer on staff. Yeah. I spoke to a sergeant on Harper Police. If you're sued civilly for some reason, there's no pooling of money, you must hire your own lawyer. Now, we all know how much lawyers cost. And again, that never should have been done. That was done to curry favor with the masses. But as a police officer, when you're sued, IAD does an investigation. If you're cleared, the city will settle to have the person walk away, and you're and you're and you're cleared. Mm. Right now, there's no. How can anybody work at a job where your back is not covered by your boss? If you act outside <laughs> the scope of the law, you're on your own. If you act within the color of the law from your training and everything else, you're covered once IAD clears you. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the, well, I don't want that happen. Hey. I do not want that to happen to the offices in Massachusetts. Okay. It's hey, listen. We we got to move on. We got a lot of stupid people on hold right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, 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 you're too smart. Your intelligent <laughs> point is is really slowing this whole show down. Thanks. Love you guys. All right. Okay. Keep yeah. keep talking. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? And here's my okay. stupid one I was uh, talking about. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Eric. Hey, Eric. What's up? Yeah, I got to reach out to you guys. So, you know, COVID sucks, but COVID has been great because now for many years now, I haven't driven into the office. And because I work from home, I listen to you guys again. For many years? Well, I've been working home uh, from home for a while, but mm. COVID has forced me to continue that. And I just love that... Um, I can listen to you guys because I never did on my drive into work. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. And and also, so you know, there are uh, good things with bad things. Yes. And yeah. I am just, just. Yeah. Go ahead, please. What I was going to say is there, there's always a silver lining. But go on and, and and finish your point. Yeah, you just read my mind. Oh, I'm yeah, pleased. I'm, I'm right there. What I was trying to say. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right, and well, also, uh, you guys, Seinfeld's uh, references, yeah. they're, they're getting a little old, and you might be stuck in a demographic. You mean they're played? So, so played! Hey, you know, I actually, I hated them for a while, and now I'm starting to like them again. But yeah, see? And, yeah. yeah, see? Yeah, turned you around. We got you. All right. We got you. Now we're even Steven. Yeah, we are yeah, even so, Steven. So, so, so keep it up, guys. All okay, right. we will. Thank you sure. very much. Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? My name is John. Hello, John. I have a joke for you. Okay. okay. What do you call cracking open a cold one with the boys? What do you call cracking open a cold one with the boys? I don't know. Necrophilia. Jeez, ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's a little harsh right there. Okay, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Is Louis the anti-joker? Oh, oh Louis, yeah, okay, sure. My brother shot himself. Your brother shot himself into the upper class by being a good saver and financially solvent. <laughs> That's not as scary although, as I thought it was. Although money does not buy happiness, so he intentionally did eventually shoot himself. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> he did. five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor, and the doctor said, Ma'am, I'm a general practitioner. You need to call a vet. I'm not even sure you're allowed to even own that many monkeys. Well, he told her, didn't he? He, in fact, did. Yes, yes. Why did the ghost skip junior prom? I don't know why the ghost skipped junior prom. Because junior prom is a waste of time. <laughs> And finally, what did Natalie Holloway say to Gabby Petito in the afterlife? Oh, okay. Oh, no. If it wasn't an anti-joke, I'd be worried. What? The afterlife is a construct created by our limited imagination <laughs> born out of three-dimensional perspective, so we really don't know. Thankfully. <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Uh, Goodbye, Louis. Very good. Well, a very successful Open Line Friday. More or less. Success is obviously very low. It's a Brian Rock 102. So according to uh, Mass Live, there is a website, microcovid.com.
org that uh, apparently will give you the calculated approximate risk of contracting COVID based on your location. On location. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't worry too much about it because there's also another article on Mass Live that says Massachusetts is among the leaders in the nation of uh, vaccinated people and least amount of cases, which is actually pretty good. While in Oregon, they're saying it's okay to kiss on dates again. It is? Yeah. Apparently it wasn't. Hmm. I had, uh, I had uh, I had no idea we were on the uh, a, a kiss free thing. Well, that's that was in Oregon. So, uh, but yeah, here in Massachusetts, this uh, this website will tell you uh, what the chances are just by uh, putting in. Let's see, you enter your location. Where there's a big bar here that says enter your location, and then there's another one that says enter your location, and you can't click on either one of them. Other. Oh, I oh, see. Oh, you put your state. It, your state. It, that's your state yeah. and your county. Yeah. And then describe your scenario, which, you know, and they give you a couple of uh, couple of options. You know, you're outdoor, uh, masked, hanging out with two people. You're in a car with one other person for 15 minutes. Indoor, unmasked, hanging out with other two people. I'm going to oh. say indoor, unmasked. It says, uh, says here that uh, I'm at dangerously high risk. I want to uh, create a custom scenario. Okay. Uh, uh, you still you still get sub you get sub categories underneath that. You still have to choose what they're offering you. I was going to m- make my own up, but you can't do that. Yeah, you can't have fun with this damn. COVID. No, this is listen. This, there's nothing fun about the COVID. Yeah, that's that's why so many people aren't laughing about. Well, it. like that last guy said, he gets to listen to the show more often. Though. Yeah, but I mean, you don't you don't know if he's crazy. He I could mean, be you, crazy. You can, I, he could I, also have COVID. Yes. I mean, you know, thankfully you can't be transferred through the phone. Thank <laughs> Knock on wood. Thank <laughs> God that's not a possibility. It's uh, 829. We have news next to Rock 102. The Young Rookie. 832 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thank you, Bax. Are you using your windscreen? I am not using well, my windscreen. I just got a, a random call from the engineer here at the radio station uh, said uh, hey is Bax using his windscreen and i looked in the window and i go uh nope and he's like okay and he hangs up the phone uh am i required to is it by uh... i don't know i don't know what's going I mean, on it's, it's right on my desk it just didn't uh, bring it down here he, with me he I just don't... hung up that's all he did he uh he called he said curse word yeah, he said, <laughs> he said caught right i say curse word yeah see that... i'm uh, i don't know if you can tell uh i'm using mine but it's still in the box. Well, he said, okay, thanks, but then he just hung up. Yeah. Like, no explanation of why he wanted to know that information. Right. Am, am I going to be in trouble? I mean, am I going to have to, you know, uh, you know, like, stay after school? Maybe. Well, uh, but, but just do what I'm doing. I'm using it, but it's still in the box. You sound like you're in a box now for some reason. No, the windscreen's in a box. So you're talking through the box. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's not the way you do that, you know. That's the way they do it uh, where I come from. There's no, uh, you know, like uh, scissors or uh, something that can open up that box. No, actually, there's no, there's not uh, nothing sharp in here. Where I you, think that's on purpose. Where you come from? Yes, that's right. Where I came from, the frozen tundra of mm-hmm. Enfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do it this way out here. That's right. We talk through boxes. All mm-hmm. right. I, let's put it this way. Monday, I'll definitely make sure I have my my windscreen. Well, on. everyone knows it's windscreen. Yes. That's true. Right. 
A uh, serious uh, two-motor vehicle crash on Memorial Avenue in West Springfield sent four people to an area hospital, one with life-threatening injuries, according to police. The West Springfield police responded to the area of 675 Memorial Avenue before 1.30 p.m. yesterday after reports of a rollover crash involving an SUV that caught fire. Early reports indicate the two cars were both traveling eastbound when the SUV struck the other vehicle while passing it. The SUV then lost control and struck the guardrail, causing the vehicle to roll over before catching fire. The crash occurred in front of the Central Chevrolet uh, car dealership. The three individuals were removed from the SUV after the fire was extinguished and sent to Bay State by ambulance for treatment. Two are expected to survive their injuries, and one is in critical condition. The driver of the other vehicle was also taken to an area hospital for observation. Speeding is considered to be the factor in the accident. A portion of Memorial Avenue that leads to the Big E was closed until 6.30 p.m. A good portion of Memorial Avenue Mm -hmm. in both directions. So nobody got into or out of the Big E. Yes, they did. From that direction. No, but there's all those little side streets you can wiggle your way yeah, through. Yeah, but uh, you know how many people are from out of town and don't know about the side streets? Well, how many people don't have a GPS that uh, would tell you that you could take this road to get to that road to back onto that road? Does GPS uh, adjust for for accidents? It, I think Waze does, but that's only oh. when you put input, when somebody inputs that accident. Yeah, like my so GPS, you, my factory installed GPS will tell you mm-hmm. that uh, your traffic is stop and go. Yeah. It doesn't tell you that there's an accident. Hmm. But if you, uh, like, I can put my map on in my truck and I can see, like, side streets. Like, it gives you the whole map of the neighborhood. So you could kind of figure out which way you need to go. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you're not going to stop somebody from getting their frozen cookie dough on a stick just you, because of an accident. You might. You might. I mean, uh, who knows? Plus, uh, you know, you said you said a portion of Memorial Avenue. So uh-huh. we don't know how far back uh, west it it was closed. My guess would be, like, where did you get that video, by the way? Uh, somebody sent that to us via our Bax and O'Brien Facebook page. At some point back, they would determine when that SUV went out of control. Because what it does is it basically hits the guardrail at its beginning and then rides the guardrail for a few feet before falling over. And then at some point it struck another vehicle going eastbound and burst into flames. But they would, you know, to reconstruct it, they would probably go back to the point of where it went out of control so many of those side streets would probably still be open police are looking for information that would lead them to the person who abandoned two kittens near route 10 in southampton last night the southampton police said the two kittens were left in a crate with no food or water next to a mailbox cluster on hillside meadow drive they believe this happened sometime between 4 and 8 30 p.m if you have any information you're asked to call the southampton police you know, leaving kittens in a box on the side of the I road. I know, it's terrible. It's like uh, putting a, leaving your windscreen in a box. You wouldn't just leave your pussy cat in a box. That's redundant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, perhaps it is. But, uh, you know, listen, uh, little kittens are adorable creatures. You know, show a little respect. Put some food, put some water in there. Well, put some holes in it. We had some rain showers last night. Maybe your pussy cat got a little wet. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. 
A uh, Superior Court judge on Thursday denied the request of the union representing 1,800 members of the state police to block the implementation of Governor Charlie Baker's vaccine mandate until the details can be collectively bargained. The decision leaves unvaccinated troopers with just days to get their first dose of the Pfizer vaccine or face potential uh, disciplinary action, including the loss of their job, which they uh, when they are not fully vaccinated by mid-October. Judge Jackie Cowan uh, ruled that the State Police Association of Massachusetts had failed to show that the implementation of the mandate on October 17th would either cause irreparable harm to its members or that a uh, delay would serve or that a delay would serve the public interest as uh, such suspending the deadline for union members to obtain full vaccination would be against the public interest, which the defendants are charged with protecting and cause more harm to the Commonwealth than is caused by to the union by denial of such relief. I don't know if you know this, but uh, cops can be very stubborn. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, if they stick to their guns and Ooh. not, yeah, no, well, I, I know that was kind of a pun. Uh, and and they don't get vaccinated by that date, and they get fired. Um, there could be a whole lot of openings, of which I'm sure there already are, just because the state doesn't have the money to keep up the academy classes running so that they can stay at whatever level they normally are at. Th- this could be a big, big deal. Could be a big deal, and then uh, they might even have to change the requirements to become a state trooper because if you're not getting enough people to sign up for it, right. Uh, you were like, okay, well, you got a pulse? Uh, you can be a state trooper. What's that? You just smoked weed? <laughs> All right, here's a gun. Did you finish high school or you're really, really close? Well, I mean. Well, it, I'm 14. <laughs> I mean, uh, it takes. When a, can you start? <laughs> it takes a certain kind of person to be a state trooper. Oh, yeah. Like, you, like it's it's uh, it's not like the regular police academy. No, no, no. It's, no, it's no. almost like a military uh, training uh, mm-hmm. camp. Well, you so need you to be. You need to know how to uh, create a no-show job. You need to know how to uh, add extra overtime. There's yeah, lots of things okay. you need to know. Yeah. Oh, and that's not that's not to say that the municipal academy isn't tough. It's just that uh, the state police can be dicks. Not oh, the, not boy, the yeah, troopers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, listen, I have no problem talking about their overtime <laughs> and their no-show jobs, yeah. but I'm not going to sit here on the radio and just call them dicks. I mean the system, not not individual troopers, but <laughs> the system. I mean, you might want to stay off the highways yeah. for the next couple yeah. of days. Let's, uh, yeah. let's just yeah. be clear that it was John O'Brien, <laughs> yes. John yeah. O'Brien, uh-huh. who has been here for way longer right. than I have, yeah. Yeah. said that state police uh, are dicks. Uh, no, I see. I did not say the state police. I did not say state police are dicks. I said the system hmm. can be dicks. You're gonna get a blister on your heel from backpedaling no, that hard? Uh, no, it's called yeah. listening closely. Well, is but, all it really was. Yeah, but you know okay. how this telephone game of radio we uh, we play here. Uh, can, people hear something and well, they'll call their state trooper buddy and they're like john o'brien just called you a dick and that's why we have a podcast so that we can play it back for people or they can play it back for themselves yeah. and hear and what I think people will hear you just call, and i think you'll hear the news just called state cops dicks yeah but okay I, well but I, again that's your hearing but as you know uh a lie goes around the world three times before <laughs> it's can proven true not true yeah uh, i don't know what that means it means that information gets that you say something and then somebody goes yeah, O'Brien called you a dick this morning. And then all those cops mm-hmm. are like, Do you hear what O'Brien said? Uh-huh. He called us dicks. And before you know it, the entire state of Massachusetts and all the troopers go, 
this guy thinks we're a dick. <laughs> when in actuality, that's not what you meant. That's not what you said. But it takes a while for that to get I know, repaired. Man. I know. You, you know, know, cops, they, they don't care about facts. They're probably talking to each other right now, I these know. state cops, and say, be on the lookout of the mass pike for John O'Brien. Yep. Yeah. He's, uh, he's either driving that uh, crazy motorcycle or a Volkswagen bus. <laughs> Why would I be driving a Volkswagen bus? Because you look like the kind of guy that should be riding in one of those. Things. No, no, please. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, well, well, I'm sure, you, you, I'm you, sure you, after the tune-up, you'll be relegated to a short bus. Yeah, you, you get the smoke puffing out the side of the windows <laughs> as you're driving down 91 at like 14 miles an hour, uh-huh. you know? Uh, there's a new scam circulating in Springfield. According to the Springfield Police Department, on at least two occasions, a victim would receive a phone call from someone claiming to be from Eversource. The caller would uh, threaten to shut off their electricity if they didn't pay. The victims were then directed to a Bitcoin machine for payment. Police said this is a scam and no utility company takes payments via Bitcoin or gift cards. So a knock it off. Bitcoin machine? Yeah, they actually have one. I've seen one in, uh, I believe, the Pride Station down on uh, Route 5 in West Springfield. Really? It has I've... a Bitcoin transaction machine. I thought this was a virtual form of money. It is, but it can be converted into actual dollars. What can be? Bitcoin. What, what can be t- turned into actual dollars? The cash value of your Bitcoin. What is the bit? I I just said I thought a Bitcoin is virtual. It is virtual, but it's worth uh, if its it is value worth, can be converted. Right but now. my point is, what are you putting into the machine in order for it to spit cash back at you? It's not that you're putting anything in. Well, yeah, you're putting cash in to buy Bitcoin. You can do that. That I understand. And then you can take cash out for the value of that Bitcoin. And so where do you the, have the value? Logged. It's not like you have a bank account that has your balance well, like listed you, on it. A lot of people have buy like they use these apps. You can buy. You can uh, download. Like I have the Cash app. You can buy Bitcoin on. I don't understand any of this. Well, what are you asking questions for? Well, I thought maybe I could or it'd be easy, but now it's not. You're not gonna learn from the two of us. That's for damn sure. You're not gonna learn anything from us. We're just a couple of idiots. Well, at least you're not the state police. Yeah, because you think they're dicks. I don't want to be a dick. God forbid. Yeah, we were talking about careers. You know, was there a kid at seven years old going, I want to grow up to be a dick? Well, there's a plenty of openings with the Massachusetts State Police. <laughs> That's very nice. Did, didn't you ever see that uh, picture from years ago where the, uh, where the state trooper takes off his hat and his head shaped like a penis? <laughs> No, I did not see that. Yeah, it was still hilarious. a great one. Still a great one. A uh, man stabbed someone at a McDonald's in New York City on Tuesday uh-huh. morning because the coffee he got was too sweet. The uh, man kept complaining to a security guard about the sweetness when another customer stepped in and told the guy to knock it off. The two customers started uh, brawling. It spilled out onto the street, and the guy whipped out a knife and stabbed the other customer. Fortunately, it was a minor injury. The guy with the knife ran off and still hasn't been caught. And that wasn't the only issue involving a weapon at a fast food uh, place this week. Last Saturday, a woman was waiting in line at a Chipotle in Philadelphia when the store shut down its registers because it was understaffed. The remaining customers were told they'd have to place their orders through the app. Well, the lady wasn't having any of that, so she pulled out a gun. 
Oh, boy. And said, uh, if you don't make my food, there's going to be big problems. The employees went ahead and made her burrito. She left after getting her order, and the police are still looking for her. It's uh, unclear whether she paid for the burrito. Did did somebody call the police while they were making her burrito? I it, I don't know. Or did it, they wait till she left the store before they picked up the phone? I saw mm. the video and I just didn't understand what you know what was going on with the register thing. Yeah, like they like they had people behind the counter. Mm-hmm. So one of those people wasn't qualified to operate the register. I don't know. But I don't know why you would go ahead and, well, I mean, you go ahead and make the burrito just to try to de-escalate uh, her Wait, attitude. Uh, but stalling for time, too. Hopefully somebody's calling the police at the same time. You want guac? Yes, I want guac, mother. Yeah. I told you I want guac. Guac is always extra, by the way. You know, there are times, though, you go back to the first story, where um, you get the wrong coffee after giving very explicit instructions as how you want your coffee. And it comes out wrong. But don't and you put your own sugar in it? I don't put sugar in it at all. No, I'm not asking about you in particular. I'm saying if you go to a fast food place, you ask for coffee. Unless you ask uh, for the ingredients on the side, they will make it for you. It's, sure. It's oh. much like a, like a Dunkin' Donuts. At the them. counter. At the counter. At the oh, counter. Okay. Right. But if you like, like when I go, I say, you know, hot coffee, cream only. Can't mm. be, I cannot be more clear. As to what I want on my coffee. Yeah. Can't tell you how many times well, it happens where somebody dropped a whole bunch of sugar in it and I could not drink it. But when you say hot coffee, cream, and sugar, they, you're, you're leaving it up to them to decide how much sugar. That's we, correct. And this brings us full circle back to our friendlies conversation. You always ask the fat person to make your food because that's the one that's going to give you the extra food. Well, he's also going to give you extra sugar. But that's what I mean. But well, I also what if think, you don't want extra sugar? You just it, want some sugar. But I think if, if you're at a coffee shop and you're having them provide it for you, there's a standard of how much sugar to cream they put on based upon the size of the cup. Yeah. There's like if you go to the Dunkin' Donuts, they have it's all measured out. Yeah. When you like say, it, I want one cream, they have like a little thing that puts out a half an ounce of cream in, in your coffee. Like have you ever seen the label they, they the, the adhesive label they put on the side of the cup, it tells you exactly you know, like how many uh, creams they put in. Like mm. uh, like a large would be four shots of cream. And it huh. may be two packets of sugar. Or more. I don't. I don't. It's all know. automated. For the most, uh, automated. Well, it's not necessarily, portioned but portioned out on, on a standard. Yes. Right. That's still. Uh, never thought I'd live to see the day. Oh, I know. They got it down to a science. Like I know, because uh, I order, uh, I order sweet and low in my coffee because I was an eighty-year-old nana was in my say, previous life. I was gonna say, <laughs> and I can tell the difference between sweet and low and equal. And sometimes I get so mad when they put equal in instead you of sweet and low. Take out your gun? No, I wouldn't take out a gun. I don't usually complain. I don't have that inkling to complain about something. Like, to me, it's not worth it. If I leave a place, let's say I get an order from somewhere. Right. And then I leave the place, and unless it's, like, completely screwed up. What I if you're there? What if you're still there? Like, if I, I, I Well, had... if I'm still in the restaurant... I will say something, but I nine out of ten times it's it, I don't complain about stuff, mm. and I don't go on social media to complain about it either because that's that when people do that, 
that's not helping anybody. Yeah. No. I, I am. I did complain about the Jubilee roll. I mean, I did complain about that. To me, that's an outrage. Did you write them? No, I'm not going to write them. Well, what do you mean you complained about it? I just said that, you know, it, to me, their decision to not make the Jubilee roll this year at Friendly's has ruined you, Christmas. You said that on the air. And you I didn't... put it on social media. Oh, I see. Yeah, like I, I, like I sometimes say the same thing on both. Like I was having dinner with somebody earlier this week and they ordered a, a chicken, you know, a, a Caesar salad with chicken on it. And they brought out a Caesar salad with no chicken. And the person didn't say something. And she's like, well, actually she did because she wanted to be made. She wanted to make sure she wasn't being charged for the chicken. But it's not like she sent it back and said, give me the chicken I asked for. Well, why wouldn't you ask for the chicken? Yeah, originally on your I meat. know. Well, that's then, that's why I was kind of surprised she didn't. Well, because then you're also waiting around forever for the chicken, and you might as well just eat the salad. And uh, and 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 but rightfully so, say, listen, uh, it did not come with chicken. You know, could you remove that from the bill? Yeah, I guess. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is uh, well. There's a flash flood watch in effect until uh, tomorrow morning, sometime. It's going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 69, giggity. And then uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield.